0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There is no better place to get in on all of the football action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And this week, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code MHS. DraftKings Sportsbook has Endless ways for you to bet. From live betting to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code MHS when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code MHS to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason, watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Granite Liquidator's Twitter feed. At Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. Right now, we are giving away $200 in slot play to Sasquatch Casino up in Blackhawk. First four callers are going to get $50 bucks each. If you have won in the past, you are not eligible to win. When we give this away right now, 303-831-1340. 303-831-1340. And while you're up at Wildcard and Sasquatch Casino, you can see how you can win on January 17th a Hagland truck or If you don't know what a Hagelin truck is, you need to check it out online. It is a truck with tracks. It is totally cool, and you can get it. You can win it on January 17th, 303-831-1340. First four callers getting 50 bucks each to go to Sasquatch or Wildcard. Time now for the lead.
0: The lead is presented by Marco's Pizza in Aurora, where everything is fresh, never frozen, like the dough and sauces to go with hand-cut meats and veggies. Order today at either location, off Smoky Hill Road or Quincy in Aurora.
1: So the Broncos are not favored to beat the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. And now with the news on Drew Locke, who is day-to-day, not week-to-week, day-to-day, I'm guessing that three-point spread, which I believe Miami's favorite, is probably going to increase a little bit. Fair statement?
2: It's fair, although Drew Locke is playing so poorly right now. I'm not sure that uh, putting Brett Ripon in is going to have
1: that much of an impact on the point spread. Okay. I want want I want to I I look under the hood on that comment. Are you saying... Drew Locke isn't playing well right now. So what difference does it make to play Brett Rippon? Or this is just who Drew Locke is? I'm saying that at this
2: moment, the way his form in the last in the last few games, Brett Rippon's Brett Rippen's form it's not appreciably worse than Drew Locke. Now, well, Drew Locke has a higher, has certainly has a higher ceiling. And Brett Rippen has a different set of strengths and weaknesses than Drew Locke.
1: You know, you know, has a high ceiling. Jeff George, who is retired, has a higher ceiling than a lot of NFL quarterbacks. So does, so does. Um, there's at least one. So p- does Jamarcus Russell. I think
2: there's at least one pundit out there who
1: believes that Jeff George can play today. Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we know there is talent involved right. with with but Drew Locke. Ma-
2: but it's maximizing the talent. I, I would, I would say right now that Brett Rippin. Is closer to maximizing his talent than Drew Locke is, but with Brett Ripon, and you could see it in the Jets game. He doesn't have the arm talent. There's not. There's you know he can place the ball, but there's not. There's not enough velocity on it, so it's easier for defenses to react because it's not coming in with the same oomph in the parlance of Vic Fangio as Drew Lock's passes. What Vic, what Brett Ripon does have is his better pre snap ability.
1: Let's say for get this him, get in the line of better protection. Let's look at worst case scenario. Let's say they lose out. Or they win just one game. What do you do? Because where you're gonna go and where I'm gonna go are two different places. What should you do, or what will you do? What should you do? We, I trust me when I tell you, we are going to go in two different places. I'm not blowing the whole thing up. I'm not blowing
2: the roster up. And uh, the the example I I like to cite on, on all this is uh, when John Fox showed up in Carolina back in 18 years ago. The team was coming off a one in 15 season, and his belief was we're not we're, we're gonna we're gonna make changes but we're not going to clear cut and because of that a lot of the guys that went 1-15 two years later were playing in the Super Bowl and were probably a John Casey kickoff away from going overtime and beating the Patriots so I'm not in favor of blowing it all up but there are going to have to be some changes what are the changes you're probably talking about changes on the coaching staff
1: no I want you to be specific because I am going to be specific with you well you're leading me. So, so why don't you tell me what your changes are? It's only one change, just one. I actively, if I'm Joe Ellis, sell this team immediately, so a new owner can make major decisions. But I don't because, think, because Joe, but the problem
2: is that's not going to that's not going to no, happen right well that, away
1: because you've got. Because that's what needs to happen. It's what
2: needs to happen, but with a lawsuit pending. That probably can't happen right
1: now. Well, then, then this team will be bad until this is done.
2: I mean, I agree. That is the overarching thing. It needs to be settled whether it is owner it is it is selling the team or whether it is the Bolin family getting behind Brittany Bolin and going in that direction. They need a forward direction Here's- right now. Right now, they and and for too many years they have been an airplane circling right. around. Waiting to land. Do you but think at some Br- point, you run out of fuel. Do you and the think thing Brittany Bowlin?
1: Do you think Brittany Bolin at any point will be the owner of this team?
2: I think it's less likely now than it ever has been. That's for two why. Reasons.
1: That's why. Well, and that and I agree with you. There are
2: two reasons why. Now, one is the is obviously Joe Ellis last December saying the family has to get behind somebody yep. and it's got to be Brittany. I mean, Joe Ellis kind of put it all out there yep. right after the season. Yep, but. Now, we have piled the pandemic and the loss of revenue on, onto this. And the Broncos, we talked about the Dallas Cowboys being able to put their entire staff in hotels to keep them in a bubble. That's not something that the Broncos, who don't have the cash reserves that other teams do, that's not something the Broncos can do. This, the lack of fans in the stands, it's hitting every franchise hard. But it hits the Broncos harder than most because no, actually it doesn't. You don't think so? I think. Can it, I tell
1: you why? Can I give you a contrarian point of view? I'd
2: like to hear that because what you're talking about here is you have
1: you you have ownership that can't some, they can't bring in money from other businesses to prop this up. It's something we talked about yesterday. Almost every team is going to have full stadiums, including the Broncos. Yes, it would help them financially. I'm with you on that. I agree with you 100%.
2: But you can see an end. I mean, on the you can't see an end point. Finish. Yeah.
1: Where it hurts the Broncos is because they're playing so poorly. Joe Ellis can't physically see how much this fan base is getting eroded as people don't show up for games and then leave early. Well, there's one thing that they can see, and it
2: may not have the same vis- visceral impact visually but they can see the tv ratings are the local tv ratings down are they that i don't know i don't have that i don't have that information okay we have national numbers we don't have local by numbers.
1: the way on a side note did you see the masters ratings were down 51% compared to last year 51% combination of everything correct Combina- competition from football yep
2: playing the final round in well, the world we told you we thought exactly. they'd be down
1: right but here
2: they needed Tiger Woods to be competitive, and he wasn't.
1: Here, I'm, I'm going to say something that some people will disagree with, but let's just look at the tea leaves here. And I don't want to get in the middle of the family feud. Brittany Boland will not be the owner of this team. There will be lawsuits. Beth Boland's going to fight it. Joe Ellis, who's one of the guys in charge of that trust, should do the right thing, sell this team, get the family together. You guys aren't going to agree. Get your money. You will have plenty of it. We need to sell this team for the betterment of this community, because over the last five years, we have not been good. We have made bad decisions. Somebody needs to say to John Elway, this is not working anymore. We can't have this guy go through nine different starting quarterbacks, three different starting head coaches, five different offensive coordinators, three or four defensive coordinators in four or five years. Well, you look at
2: what's in common over the last few years, it's, Upper management and ownership. That's right. And the other thing is... Yeah, I'm saying if
1: they lose out, but you know what the truth is? Even if they win one game, they should probably do it. Let's see how these games unfold, because there's a difference, Mace, between the Broncos losing to the Raiders by a field goal and then getting their teeth kicked in when the Raiders left 21 points on the board, yet the Broncos still got embarrassed. It's bringing a lot of things to the surface
2: when you lose like that. No yeah. doubt, no doubt it does. Now that be and the other thing that looms over it is this: until you have stability at the top, are you going to be able to get anybody who'd be an elite coaching candidate to come in? No. If you did blow it up, I mean, a name that 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 is on the tip of a lot of fans' tongues is Lincoln Riley. Why would Lincoln Riley come to a team that has this sort of issues at the top? Because if he decides to make the jump to the NFL, he's going to be able to name his place, name his price, and name his level of control. Yeah. And certainly, like, his possibilities look a lot better because Cliff Kingsbury is doing so darn well in Arizona. Somebody's
1: going to... Well, Cliff Kingsbury had the good fortune of having the number one pick in the draft. Right, he could name... Something the Broncos will not have. He
2: could name his quarterback, and that's... But for any of these coaches who would who would move the needle in terms of if you did make a change, the only ones you're getting would go are going to go to more stable situations than the Broncos, which is why even if they bottom out, I expect there'll be some staff changes, but I don't expect you'll see a different head coach or general manager. I'm not
1: suggesting the media relations department needs to change, and I'm not suggesting they trade Jerry Judy. I'm not suggesting any of that.
2: Well, that's the thing. You don't clear-cut the roster. Because there are there there are things that are good about this team. Here's the bottom line, as bad line. as they are, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you start up the wide receiver position is one of
1: them. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear anymore, out of Dove Valley. That Pat Boland was such a great owner anymore, and this is what I mean. So let me finish. Pat Boland is one of the greatest owners in professional sports history. If you truly care about the legacy of Pat Bolin, nobody knows what Pat Bolin would want more than Joe Ellis. Now, in all fairness, Joe Ellis is the one who convinced Pat Bolin to fire Mike Shanahan. Joe Ellis is the guy who basically unilaterally hired Josh McDaniels. So the truth is you really don't want to trust Joe Ellis with football decisions, do you? That's why John Elway's in charge of that, correct? And let's call it like it is. Joe Ellis wanted Mike Shanahan out because Joe Ellis didn't want to be challenged for authority in that organization because Shanahan wielded so much power. And and I think that Joe wanted that power for himself, That's why he hired what he thought was going to be a lackey in Josh McDaniels until he realized that little Tonka truck that he thought he was bringing in as a head coach turned out to be a bulldozer and bulldozed the entire organization, including Joe Ellis. That's why Joe's in charge of the business and John's in charge of the football. Right? Tell me... Anything that I said that is incorrect or even disputable, you were working with the Broncos then. No, I wasn't.
2: I wasn't. I was in Carolina then.
1: In two thousand nine. Yep. Well, okay. I missed all. I I can't. I I can't from confirm. The, or, I can't confirm the or stories. deny that I, okay. because I wasn't there. For starters, <laughs> for starters, I'll be very honest. With all due respect to you, I don't need your confirmation. These are facts. Well, no, but
2: you're kind of like you're putting it on me and I to, to but verify. But what I'm asking you verify. is
1: from what you know and you've heard plenty of stories. Am I saying something that isn't that is way off base? Nothing that's
2: way off base. No. I mean they they it was a botched hire. it was a misfire.
1: It was a misfire and Joe Ellis wanted Mike because, Shanahan out because, after after And listen, Mike Shanahan's final 3 years was 24 and 24. I mean, look
2: Mike, I always say Mike Shanahan got fired for less uh, than what's gone on the last few years with John Elway and the re- record of the team.
1: And I under, Listen, John Elway's been in charge for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Mike Shanahan won two Super Bowls in his final three years for 24 and 24. Mm-hmm. John they- Elway led the team as an executive to two Super Bowls. Outstanding get in. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning went to two Super Bowls, won one. And in the last five years, they've missed the playoffs. Whose resume looks worse, Shanahan or Elway? And how many
2: losing seasons did they have on Mike Shanahan's watch? I believe they had two. Right. They are at three, about to be four consecutive losing seasons for the first time since
1: the Nixon administration. If Joe Ellis doesn't want to be seen as the guy who fires John Elway as the executive president of... Vice President of Football Operations. If he doesn't want to be that guy, then go find a new owner because these bowling kids are not going to agree. And I can promise you when the new owner comes in, he's going to clean house, right? Oh, my! almost every new owner
2: does. It doesn't happen right away, but it usually happens over a couple of years. Ask, Take a look at Carolina, which uh, went to new ownership in 2018, and basically it's been a very gradual house cleaning. I'm not suggesting
1: you change necessarily all the players over, but the people who've been making the decisions have contributed to the last five years greatly. But there's one person who has his finger in every single pie. Yep. And I don't think the guy who's the president could walk into John's office and say, thank you. Can I have your pass card? Yeah. Right. Coming up after the break. A real interesting story per NBA insider Rick Buecher talking about the Houston Rockets and how politics is absolutely dismantling this organization. That's next.
0: 18 plus.